Ladies, ladies of leisure, ladies, ladies of leisure, ladies, ladies of leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And today you're not just getting just me talking to the ether to you. You are getting a word of the week. I had promised a while back that time was one of the words of the week that we had chosen. And you're going to get time with me because it's still COVID and time is weird. Also, it sucks for co-hosts who have to deal with six, five hours of time difference. We really do try, but it's either we record at 5 a.m. in the morning, which sometimes I can do, or we record late at night. And that also just doesn't always work out the way you planned. So here we are. Time. Word of the week. What does time mean to you? So let's get started. I liked time mostly because I've been trying to optimize my time probably since COVID started. It's, you just have these whole days in front of you where there's nothing, and yet you have to have the energy to do something. I saw a quote today by someone who said their ideal day was a day with nothing in it. And I want to like that, and I do like that. And yet, if I don't put something down or have a highlight or you know, just schedule out sometime, it it just goes, it just disappears. Or I find myself uh, like I was this week, eating jelly beans and watching some really, oh, I was watching Austin Land. I, I can't say that. I'm sorry about that. If you haven't seen Austin Land, grab yourself some jelly beans, some leftover Cadbury mini eggs. Go watch, go watch Austin Land. It's great. But still, I probably could have done something else. And yet, if I look at my mind map, which I love those things, I also said, besides making time and optimizing time, because it's something I'm already doing, to actually just be present in time. I've not been doing good at this. I was talking to someone where they explained, we had some mandatory training we had to do. So you're just watching it. But I decided I would fold my laundry while watching it because I needed to be doing two things at once. Often in meetings, I'm writing out notes because I need to be doing that. But you're supposed to be able to make better memories if you just sit back and are like in the moment. And part of me really wants to be that person, but that's also why I'm probably not good at meditation or why it just doesn't resonate with me. I have to be walking through the woods in order to be very meditative. So that was one of my other things was to be present and try to be present. Uh, it, It was okay. I do think it imprinted a little bit more on me. For instance, sitting on the couch in the morning, instead of like trying to do eight different things, like jump on the trampoline when I get a chance, we'll get to that. It was pretty epic. But Instead of thinking, okay, how can I be making my kids lunch while also starting a load of laundry, while also checking uh, my work email to make sure I got that, also need to wake up the kids and did I put out the garbage, just like all the mental loads that go on, just sitting down and just chilling, that 
was what I was struggling with. I did it a couple times though. And I have to say those mind like moments really grabbed me. We also have this word in our household, cotton candy clouds. So and <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make my kids more aware of, you know, just being present and like looking around you, look around you. But then I, I'm not always doing the same thing. So I started pointing out sunrises because I love a good sunrise. But now where our house is, you almost have to like sneak a peek, like the sun tries to sneak between a tree and a house. And the clouds, when they get that nice like pinky reflection, I call them cotton candy clouds. Sometimes I don't think my children listen to me, but it's times later when they are like, oh, did you see the cotton candy clouds? Then I'm like, oh, all right. Well, it's not just going in one ear out the other. It is sticking. That's nice. So taking time, I also just need, am I a fidgeter? Is that what it is? I don't need a fidget spinner, but I need to be doing another thing. Maybe I'm having an existential moment now where I'm like, oh no, did I just not realize this about myself? Is it like too much energy? There was a lot of energy during this time thing. So maybe maybe that was it. The other part I tried to do is make time for activities that are important to me. I think we did this in other words of the week where we did prioritize and I was like, these are gonna be my goals. Or uh, we had goals and then you highlight those. In this case, it was just taking 15, 20 minutes to do what was important, kind of force myself. I almost, I, not almost, I was a Nike commercial. Just do it. There were definitely three or four solid days where for some reason the energy kick and like the willpower was there. And it was like, yeah, I got a lot of stuff done. It was good. I made time for coloring in my coloring books that had been neglected for a while. And I now have these amazing gel pens that still work. I used to get wonky gel pens. Do you remember those? Where they like tried out or you can see the ink in them and they wouldn't come out. God, drive me crazy. Well, anyway, these are still working and they just make great, beautiful pictures. That metallic sheen. Oh, it's so sexy. Try them out. It's great. King art. That's, that's the way to go. And also listening to a few podcasts I'd been behind on gotta give a shout out to the office ladies podcast. Oh, so good. And that worked out for three or four days. It's not sustainable though. Uh, I definitely hit a, like a wall where I was like, and you know, what's not just going to get done or just do it most of that. So I feel like there's a, there's a limit on how much you can do for all that. It's three to four days for me. And then you gotta, you gotta take a pit stop. The other thing I gave an offshoot was it's that time after COVID. So it's a weird time where people are now getting vaccinated and people I haven't seen in like a year are now being seen, I guess. We're allowed to see each other or we're a little bit more, I I mean, we're still wearing masks around each other. My friend Hallie came and we got to trade two birthday presents and a Christmas present because that's how long it literally had been since we'd seen each other. Let me tell you, let me do a little sidebar. This is how you know you have a good friend. 
someone who gives you toilet paper with poop jokes on it. I mean, that just speaks to me that she knew I would enjoy this quality toilet paper. Here's one of the jokes from it. I don't always like poop jokes, but it's a solid number two. Nice, right? Isn't that pretty good? Another one on it says, uh, don't be a turd muffin today. That's a good one. I appreciate that. Uh, Oh, smile like you farted. That was also on there. I mean, she saw this and was like, Lisa, that's who needs this, Lisa. So I had that. She also got me a Sailor Moon wine glass. This is these are the best of friends. They understand I'm like a child and yet still an adult. I like a good potty joke. I also need toilet paper in life. And who doesn't? Now that COVID has been here for a year, we understand having toilet paper on hand, especially with jokes on them. Very important. So it's that time when I can't believe it's been a year. And yet it seems like it's been forever since I've seen people. I got to go see my friend Catholic Karen on her birthday. We were separated. We had 10 feet between us. But at one point I did see her face because she had to drink a little wine while we were hanging out. So it was awesome. So making time just for those friends that I haven't seen and then knowing that time has gone by. The other thing I truly appreciated this week are those Google Shutterfly updates. I think I get both. I just get double whammied where they're like, hey, do you want pictures from four years ago? Facebook, I don't think does it as well. Facebook randomly popped up my kid's zombie photo, my first kid. So that was well over five years ago. And I was, I'm, I'm still a creepy mom, but that was definitely a creepy mom. I was like, oh God, what is, so I took my kid's photo, put a zombie filter over it. I mean, it's pretty terrifying. Uh, past Lisa, you were a little creepy. I think I toned it down a little bit. I still do weird, ridiculous things. And my mentor this week, Yvette, called me her demon tea, which is so appreciated and yet so accurate. And... So I'm not talking about the Facebook photos. I am talking about when Shutterfly will send you a series of photos and point out, hey, do you remember this beautiful baby from four years ago? Or do you remember when you were cool and used to do things like go to a bar? Sometimes they go terrifyingly uh, far back. One of the things that popped up was I had made these earrings that were owls and it just says nope next to them in a little thought bubble. And it said it was three years ago. What? No, I think it was even four years ago because that was 2017. That was four years ago. That's crazy. Where does the time go? I'm not usually that person that says, where does the time go? But I do refer to things like, oh yeah, like a year or so ago I did this. No, it was four years ago. So it is a reminder that time is passing. I don't feel old though. Some of my friends are in this uh, circumstance where you feel old. I do feel old after I work out though. Uh, There was a week ago I had started working out again and like doing strength training and it was like hardcore. That is something I can't do anymore. It's (laughs) without paying it forward. So my parents came down for Easter this 
goes back to just being old and everything. And my mom and I got massages. And you may ask yourself, where do you get a massage in the time of COVID? So I did a little research. It turns out all the spas are closed. Like the MGM National, I think maybe is opening up soon. But like the big ones that me and Slajan have talked about before, their services, like the water features and other things that they have, uh, experience showers, stuff like that. Those are mostly closed. So our spa world where we introduce naked friends has been uh, by appointment only. And some of their uh, beautiful water, just bath areas have been closed. What I'm talking about is just getting a pure massage, just simple, except there was one up the street. Um, it's called Serendipity Wellness and it's in Burke for all those local people. It did get awards for being uh, one of the top Northern Virginia spas. So kudos to them. And it's probably one of the cleaner spas I've been to. But I decided my time, I haven't had a massage in well over a year. I deserve a nice long spot, like massage. And I went for the 90-minute Ashiatsu massage. I don't know what that's supposed to be other than they um, include bars. So people who step on you, I was like, oh, there's nothing I love better than someone stepping on me. I had Jennifer. She's beautiful. She was slightly shorter than me and like looked very fit. I was like, yeah, this person seems like my body could handle them stepping all over me. And she even said, I subscribed to a hurt so good. She had like this amazing like uh, discussion beforehand and I appreciated it. Hurt so good. Yeah, I love that. That sounds great. Jennifer, you just jump all over me. She stepped on the back of my feet with her body weight and I was like, I think I've made a terrible mistake. I said that internally and I'm glad I did. Like two minutes later, I was fine. But it is a shock to my system Time has passed for about a year where I used to think I like people stepping on me. My body adjusted itself, but I was unprepared for a person just putting their weight onto my calf muscles. They're pretty sexy because of my trampolining. So, I mean, they look great, but I don't know that they look so great that I need someone stepping on them. Within two minutes, my body had adjusted and it was a solid hour of Jennifer's feet, just giving me the best, deepest massage I've had in a super long time. 90 minutes of my time, just laying down, having someone step on me or rub me. That's what what the pandemic took away from us. It took away being naked and paying someone to jump all over you. So that was definitely worth my time. Other things that aren't worth my time is let me go on a rant about Lego Mario. I love Legos. I love Mario. We've talked about this. For Easter, my kids got Lego Mario from their beautiful grandma. I even told her to get this. So this was my fault. Lego and Nintendo got together and decided to be marketing geniuses. And I don't appreciate it. What they did was they created a little... Lego Mario figure. Um, It's about the size of your fist. 
it is actually a computer that interacts with your environment, meaning it has an LCD eyes and uh, mouth and nose, and it shows facial expression. So it says if it's tired, if it's died, if it's sleeping, if it's um, happy, stuff like that. It also talks. It says, oh, it's me, Mario. And who doesn't want that thing? And then if you put it on certain colors, so green means it's running through, it makes the level noises, do, 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 do. And if you get red, it means you've fallen into the lava level and died. So it's pretty cool. And what they did was they made a starter set, which means you could build your own little Lego Mario level, basically. And they have barcodes and the little Mario goes through and you he can make like jumping noises and coin noises and all the fun things that we would recognize. Problem is that starter kit is the only way to get Mario. Lego Mario, the little figure. Everything else doesn't have Lego Mario. They're just extension packs. Lego and Nintendo. That was diabolical because I'm not going to buy for my two butt monkeys that Mario. One, it's annoying after a while. Two, that was a $60 kit. I don't love my children that much. That's why grandma got it. My goodness. So I decided to be nice. I was like, well, let me see if I can get Lego Luigi. Lego Luigi isn't out this time. It's going to be out summer, maybe summer. We don't know. Maybe there's going to be a plastic shortage. It could be delayed. So every day there's a fight in the house over Lego Mario and where is he? And who gets to control Bowser versus Lego Mario? Nintendo, Lego. I don't appreciate this. This makes me slightly cranky and I don't appreciate having to explain that maybe Lego Mario isn't the coolest thing. It is. It's really cool. There's even an app on your phone where you can count how many times you finished a level you created. It's very cool. I appreciate it. The nostalgia is amazing. And yet you've added new things. Just sell me the Lego Mario figure. I wonder if they had moms in that, that meeting. Like, was it a bunch of dudes, maybe some people, not even parents who were like, Hey, listen, I got this app. It's going to be great. People love apps these days. Also, I'm not going to put the directions uh, in the box. Parents hate directions. Uh, So I'm going to put it only in the app and then we're going to go through the app. Also, if the kids are playing and running the levels every time they complete it, if the parents using the app for the instructions, it's going to load error and uh, just so we can count the kids playing through the levels. Yeah, that wasn't frustrating the first 10 times it happened. And then do you think like in the meeting, they were like, oh yeah, and also we're only gonna put in the starter kit. People are gonna love this. They're gonna love, they're gonna blow up the community boards with, that was genius, guys. That was genius. I don't appreciate that. Moving on past my angst against Lego, I was over planning a lot during my optimizing my time. So as we know, I read all the articles, I over optimize my time, but I started to recognize it and write it down in my bullet journal, my bujo. And I realized I was giving myself five minutes that if I didn't make 
a, a departure from my house or if I didn't leave work or if I didn't start an activity. I had about five minutes before I'd be late to as a buffer. So like that lets you know like, oh, if you have to be home in half an hour, I'm only giving myself five minutes. So it's everything goes according to plan. I've achieved optimization and I've done all the things I need to in the littlest amount of time, which sounds great, but it is, it is stressful. My little Fitbit told me that my my blood pressure went up because I had these schedules out where I was like, I'm making time for everything, but I'm also optimizing. So to give you an example, uh, I've been back on my morning routine for a while. So I've been like, okay, well, I wanted to catch up on a couple shows, so I will do that. Um, but then for 15 minutes, I need to go and pack things. It was like what I said earlier, where I have my list of things, but I'm trying to do them all at the same time. It really does drain my mental load to the point where I'm like a zombie at night because I've just been doing that in like spurts all day. I th- it was to the point where my pen pal, uh, who I sent her my schedule just to show her how I was making time for like the goals I had set. She's like, listen, I have talked to a therapist about this. We are the same person. You need to stop over planning. And that that almost kicked off the just do it mentality. Stop writing it down. Stop writing the to-do list. I love a good list though. It is so hard. Also, my brain forgets. So making the list almost you know, helps propel me forward because I don't have to waste time thinking about the good ideas I had or what I need to do. I just see the list. But she was pointing out, I was making lists and almost like patting myself on the back, like you're doing such a good job. Look at this list. It even has stickers and you color coded it and you made it so that it fits in an hour's worth of time which gives you no time to actually use the bathroom and gives you five minutes transition time. Uh, And of course there's never traffic or problems or you forgot something or, you know, in the hustle and bustle that you have for almost your own creation. Mm, You could probably have taken it down a few notches. (laughs) So I would say I'm going to give myself a B minus. A B minus for me is, I did really well on the optimizing, but it could have gone more wrong. Like I was definitely late a couple times. Things got completed though. And technically the word of the year is finish. I did finish things, but you know, like some of the, uh, one of the reasons Sajan and I did not get uh, together this week to record is because I had optimized my time. I had scheduled it out and something unpredicted had happened. I got stuck. I got traffic. And then I got home. I was like, well, and she's definitely asleep by now. Yep, this is happening. So there were a couple bumps. So I won't give myself an A, although I like to give myself an A. I have been probably more cognizant of where my time is going, though, and made strides. So that's where I'm going to keep it in the B minus zone. I still did better than average. So there you go. And we've had a word of the week. The one that I mentioned, like I think it's now been like at least a month or two. And you're also going to get the pillars. So for butter off the buns, oh, this is a good one. Okay. So I think I've mentioned that 
trampoline or rebounder workouts are very big in Scandinavia and South America. I found a Romanian lady. She speaks no English and she has decorated her house like a rave and it's a beautiful dance club. There is a person next to her on the trampoline in this giant room and she looks like she's taking a lot of cocaine based on how she is jumping on her trampoline and just like scurrying her her arms and legs about. It's, she's on something, but she's supposed to be the more like high up tempo. The main Romanian lady that is in it is puts on a hoodie at first. I was like, are you putting clothes on for the workout? But it's so she can take off the hoodie later and like swing it around her head. She's very into it. And it's a lot of the music. I remember like Robert Miles' Children, if you remember that. Techno music, um, Better Off Alone, if you remember that song. Uh, so these are some jams, but I'm like, really? This is what we're pulling out here. And then in the mirrors, because they have a wall of mirrors that you're looking at, in the background is a ghostly figure of a dude. You can kind of see his legs because he's wearing like shorts. So you can see his calves and you can see his arms and like a ghostly face. He's like behind, but you only see him in the mirror. You don't see him in the actual like camera picture. And he is doing his own thing. I'll call it the modified version. He's just chilling. But 40 minutes doing that, oh, I was wiped. And it wasn't, she didn't have any special moves, but she knew how to motivate me in a way only a Romanian techno dance club trampoline artist can just by shouting things. I have no idea what she was saying, but it motivated me. Uh, she kept me, she kept me at it. So that was my better off the buns. And then the productivity, it was definitely optimizing my time and using my morning routine. So either starting to work super early and then able to kind of transition when I had to take the kids. Uh, that was probably the wins because I have to take the kids to daycare or something. And there was a lot of productivity this week from that. It was either working out in the mornings, which sometimes I'm not great at doing, or getting stuff done. So super good in the morning routine situation. And then laugh out loud. I already mentioned Austin land. Uh, oh, this was good. It's a little, oh, so it's a little bit about a neighbor of mine, but I didn't meet my neighbor. So my dad, I think I've mentioned before, uh, he is a alcoholic, but he hasn't really been drinking hard, like probably the last like few years. And when he comes to visit, usually I put the alcohol away. I didn't this time. It just slipped my mind. So he had had some gin in like the middle of the day and went over and met one of my neighbors, Bobby. Bobby is one of my neighbors. Bobby likes deer hunting, but Bobby apparently also has an alligator. And my dad does this thing where people just kind of open up to him. And Bobby let, uh, he's met my dad before, so it wasn't a complete stranger, but he still like let my dad in. And uh, just based on my dad coming to the door and saying happy Easter and showed him his alligators and like the deer that he had and everything. And he, my dad came back and we're like, who let you and like your day drinking butt <laughs> into their house to show off an alligator? 
It's my dad. And we had a good time because he told the story at least two or three times because he couldn't remember telling it the first time. And there was quite a lot of laughing. Um, when my, when my dad drinks, it's more like he just becomes like forgetful and then he like goes to sleep early. So it's not really like a a huge thing, but I hadn't seen, we call him Bobo when he gets like that. I hadn't seen Bobo in a while and Bobo got to see an alligator across the street. Maybe, uh, when pandemic lifts, we too could meet the alligator across the street and maybe get some more deer meat. He gave us some deer jerky. Oh, it was so good. So I'm hoping for some more of that. Anyway, I think that finishes out the pillars. Our word of the week was time. I'm sorry I couldn't provide the uh, ladies of leisure complete with my lovely, beautiful co-host. But hopefully on this beautiful Friday, you have something or you could be listening to this later. I don't know. But you at least got a word of the week. Ah, it's been so long since we had a focus word of the week. So I hope you appreciate it. Hope you have a good rest of your week. And LOL.